All right, joining us now is Mike Thornton, the news director from KVMR, Grass Valley, Nevada City. Well, hi, and, how are you doing? Mike, well, thanks for coming on. Oh, no, I'm glad to do it. And uh, is that correct? You're basically Grass Valley, Nevada City, the Twin well, Cities. Yeah, our, our studios are located in Nevada City, uh, though we we broadcast to a, a pretty wide geographic range, but uh, Grass Valley and Nevada City are in some ways uh, kind of symbiotic. Sure. The Twin Cities of the, of the foothills. You, uh, you guys um, cover a lot of the same public affairs stuff that we do at KDVS, and I thought it was high time that we hooked up. Well, I think that's really a great idea because uh, the fact of the matter is that what you're saying is correct, and I think you know we, we, we share a, a listenership, if you will, and I think it's really important that community and college stations like KVMR and KDVS you know, find a way to communicate with each other and with each other's audiences and, and work together. Yeah, people call all the time, like from they're listening to KDVS or in Nevada City, and we got a lot of volunteers. A guy was telling me the other day that uh, if he can't pick up uh, our station, he's listening to yours, and we hear that all the time, and I and I certainly do too. Well, good deal. We're glad to hear that. <laughs> well, uh, perhaps we can help you. I know you guys are interested in the biohazard uh, the biohazard lab they're going to be doing here in Davis. We have been covering that story, trying to keep up on it as best as we can from up here in the foothills, and. Uh, it's a tremendous struggle from everything that we've heard and and certainly very important in the fact that they want to build this uh, laboratory they call it a research lab and i know that you and i have talked a little bit about it and i mean just real concerned that perhaps this is more than just a research lab and well it does it does make you wonder why lawrence livermore labs the people that make uh, that make atomic weapons would want to be involved in a so-called uh, you know biohazard lab well and 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 not just the fact of wondering about that but also the the whole issue i mean they have their own problems with the bad security and and all of that and the university down there i mean actually lost a, a, a an experimental monkey and <laughs> and now they want to have some of the deadliest diseases in the world you know located right <laughs> at the corner of a major interstate and uh -huh. another state highway right. uh, people are concerned and you know and i think rightly so yes indeed i think that if you if you can promise people you won't lose a microbe it does look bad when a nearby facility loses a monkey absolutely <laughs> Um, now, we'll certainly do what we can, I think, in the months to come to try and to try and help you guys with that as we can, can work together. And you've got a story that I'm, I'm interested in. I know some people down here don't know much about it and perhaps should. Tell, tell us what's, what's going on. Well, it's a really long story, and, and I'll try to give you the thumbnail and, and realizing that it's just a very intricate, convoluted story. Uh, there was a battle that just happened up here just in the last few days regarding what's referred to as the Natural Resources Report. And this came out of a process, a long-range community planning process here called Natural Heritage 2020 that became a real lightning rod for politics in Nevada County. And uh, what we basically had to somewhat simplify it is that development interest, business interest, uh, even political interest from outside the county uh, really rallied to try and defeat Natural Heritage 2020. And then on the other side of that, we had a number of people who were very, very much uh, involved in environmental issues trying to fight for it. Uh, they saw it as a, a way of engaging in long-range planning for growth, which is a 
a huge struggle throughout the entire foothill communities uh, well, up and down yeah. the range. It's just seeing explosive growth and, and just rampant development all through the foothills. Yeah, and that's a fact. And, and of course, what's happening is as people cash in their chips, if you will, in the Bay Area and Los Angeles, they're coming into these communities and, and they're altering it, driving up the property values where the people who actually live here uh, they can't live here. We have families who are leaving because they just simply, they were born and raised here but cannot live here because they don't have the kind of income to keep up sure. with the with the growth and development that is uh, skyrocketing property values. But Which we've seen in the Bay Area, communities like, uh, you know, like Los Altos, now a very wealthy community. I mean, people that are just, just plain folks that have been born and raised there are having a hard time uh, remaining. Absolutely, and that's that's one of the things that's happening here. The Natural Resources Report was, uh, in many respects, the base scientific document that came out of Natural Heritage 2020. Can, can you back up and just just kind of give us what really what is Natural Heritage 2020? Natural Heritage 2020 um, is was designed to be a community planning process that was ideally bringing all the stakeholders together. Uh, development interest, timber interest, environmental interest, community interest, local government, county, city, those kinds of things to come together to look at what Nevada County had, look at where Nevada County was going or perhaps wanted to go, to look at the natural resources that the county possessed, and, and to try to come up with a long-term regional growth plan, if you will, or at least a process for, for addressing those issues. An idea of how growth might go forward without being the sort of untidy sprawl we too often see. Absolutely, and in fact, a, a, a similar program, an almost identical program, called Placer Legacy was actually passed in Placer County. But in Nevada County, it became just a brutal, bloody political fight. Uh, and in fact, uh, two supervisors were forced out uh, in an election uh, who were in favor of Natural Heritage 2020 uh, and replaced by two uh, pro-development, pro-business supervisors. And so we've had this big change in the board. And and Natural Heritage 2020 continues sort of to be the, the rallying, rallying point, if you will. Um, as, a, as a friend of mine said uh, one time, there's nothing better than for religion than a good, healthy devil. <laughs> and Natural Heritage 2020 became the good, healthy devil for, uh, for certain uh, ideological, political, and economic interests in Nevada County. So a lot of folks would like to see, you know, development go forward uh, relatively unhindered, and they don't, they're not in favor of this whole Natural Heritage 2020 idea. Absolutely. And uh, what we had, of course, was a scientific document that was created out of this called the Natural Resources Report. And how long did that take to put that together? Oh, golly, I guess it must have been in, in the works for a couple of years. I mean, I don't exactly know exactly when it was started and when it was completed. They, did, they didn't bat it out in 90 days. Oh, no, no. Uh, and the if you listen to the scientific experts, uh, they say that this is probably the best in the state and perhaps even in the country of what they refer to as a watershed level biotic inventory of, of what actually exists as far as 
plants and critters and watersheds and, and things like that. Um, and so this is a, a tremendously weighty uh, uh, GIS uh, document, watershed level document that people wanted to use in order to help plan growth and plan development. So in other words, an inventory, what's out there, so many trees, so much wildlife, so many rivers, here's what is here now and here's how we can plan uh, to work knowing that. And to find a way to protect what's there and in some cases find ways to mitigate if those things were going to be impacted. Um, and, and as I was saying, the, the scientists, scientists that uh, I heard testify the other day as we broadcast this debate live said this was probably the best of its kind uh, in the country. And, uh, of course, uh, the uh, development interest, one of the things shelved and put away. And I, I guess it's probably important to say that this, uh, the, the monetary value of this report was placed somewhere around $700,000. So the, the uh, taxpayers in Nevada County are, have put up 700000 to produce this report. Actually, the taxpayers of the county put up about $200,000. Okay. And the rest of it was money that came through the Sierra Business Council, who also were instrumental in doing the Placer Legacy Program. And, and so, on the one hand... Uh, and you who, can, Mike, who are the Sierra Business Council? The Sierra what Business is that? Council is a organization that looks at doing um, economic, sustainable economic development and environmentally sustainable in, uh, development you know, throughout the Sierra region, not just in our area, but throughout the entire Sierra region. Pri- private, just a private group that, that uh, then a nonprofit, nonprofit group. Yeah. So, so they they put this money up. This report's been done. The business interest would like to just see it more or less shelved and ignored. Yeah, basically that's what it boils down to. And and we had this uh, three and a half hour debate that went on at the board of supervisors uh, this last Tuesday, and uh, basically everyone who testified that this document was horribly flawed, it was a bad document, people didn't trust it, and, and all of that. We're all major business interests, representing major business interests, and or uh, were, uh, to one degree or another, involved in the political campaigns of uh, the three uh, majority board, um, three-person majority on the Board of Supervisors. Right. Well, what would the, the people that put it together, they were advocating it, uh, what would they like to see, what... If, if in, their, in their best case scenario, what would be done with the Natural Resources Report? The people who want to keep it or the people who want it shelved? The, those who would like to see it uh, go forward and use it for its intended purpose. They would like to see it used for its intended purpose, which would be uh, using it as a watershed level picture of what's happening in Nevada County and helping to use that information when doing development, so development can be done in a way that doesn't damage the environmental resources of the county or, or mitigates those damages. It tries to find a way to have growth be in harmony with the natural capital of, of this area. I mean, that's why many people want to come here, because it is what it is. 
and to find a way to to do smart growth using this information uh, in a way that would best benefit the, the environment and, and the people who want to live here. Right. And where opponents would just like to see it ignored. They'd like to see it go away. Okay. And in, initially, they were talking in terms of wanting to just shelve it to uh, actually, at, at one point, just make it go away down the memory hole. And Yeah. And, um, and one of the things that was brought out at the meeting this last week was that they could actually, by pursuing that agenda, actually open the county up to lit significant litigation, uh, which was why, in the end, the document wasn't purged, but enough was done to it to weaken it and and really kind of put it in a position to where it will simply die on the vine after a while because it will not be updated. But the basic punchline of this, this, this heated meeting, they decided to basically sort of leave it stand, but we're not going to give it any, um, we're not going to pay any attention to it. Well, a uh, uh, little bit more than that. Uh, we're going to leave it stand, but we're going to put lots of disclaimers on it. We're going to basically say you can't use this document unless you have something else to back it up and really to put a lot of incentives or I guess I should say disincentives uh, to people who might attempt to use this data uh, regarding development of projects and, and certainly anyone who's in this area uh, knows that uh, you, you probably wouldn't want to go to this current board of supervisors saying, you know, gee, I've planned this all based on the Natural Heritage, uh, Natural Resources Report. Um, politically, your project might not, might not look, be looked upon too favorably. So what, uh, Mike, what do you think will happen next? And what, 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 what will happen next? Well, uh, as far as the Natural Resources Report, it will just simply die and fade away because it will not be updated. And, is, uh, is there no counterattack plan to that? I don't think there's really much that can be done simply because mm -hmm. for this document to remain worthwhile, it has to be updated. It is a living document. And, and as the environment and the natural surroundings change, that information has to be incorporated into the Natural Resources Report. There is no mechanism uh, and funding uh, that's been allocated to do that, so it simply will not be done, and so this will die. But what will happen is that uh, there's a possibility, as I said, of litigation, because under the California Environmental Quality Act, uh, a, a county is obligated to use the quote-unquote best data available, and if they don't do that, uh, a county can find itself possibly facing a lawsuit under CEQA. That could happen here. Uh, the bottom line is, is that the uh, debate and the bitter and often bloody struggle uh, over growth and, and protecting the environment up here is going to continue. Um, regardless of, of whether this document is used or not. Well, we hope that you will keep us updated as to what is a, a pitched battle up there, because and I think it has application everywhere in the Sacramento, greater Sacramento region. Well, absolutely. I mean, one of the things that we're dealing with, of course, is the whole issue of water and water quality. And, you know, your water starts up here. Yes, it does. <laughs> as much of the water that goes throughout the state and even into the southern part of the state. So, uh, yeah, what's, what's happening up here regarding growth and development and 
the impacts that it has on the environment has real meaning for everyone in the valley and beyond. Well, Mike Thornton, thanks for talking to us. Let's uh, let's stay in touch and see if we can't keep the flow of data going between our two like-minded uh, institutions. Well, that sounds like a really good thing to me. We're glad to do whatever we can. Well, thanks for thanks again. Thank you. All right, we're just about out of time. Um, like to thank our guests today, documentary filmmaker Michael Bonna and KVMR News Director Mike Thornton. And of course, our Hollywood agent, David Rosenblum. This program was pre-recorded, but it was an original broadcast. I'm sure that at the moment, um, as I am, or at least should be, somewhere in Brazil, looking up at the sky and observing Mars, I hope you're doing the same thing in California. I'm sure as this show is being brought to a close, Todd Urich is preparing to take the reins with his carefully prepared batch of eclectic music that he plays for you for the next two hours. You should stay tuned for that. And I was looking for something to close this show with that might sort of be in that eclectic vein. I think we have a perfect selection. Something that's topical is regarding our discussion of the world's oceans. This, of course, is Bobby Darren in the, the Immortal Beyond the Sea. I'd like to thank KDVS News Director Steve Valentino for subbing for me today. Happy will be